0: Welcome to the Data Whisperer podcast, brought to you by Data Migration International, the podcast where you hear the latest news from the world of data and digital transformation. The Data Whisperer podcast is hosted by Bill Vong, a technology industry veteran and enterprise software professional. Thanks everyone for joining us today as we continue our discussions about the intersection of technology and business. Today we're talking about an interesting data topic and one that impacts all companies in all industries. It's data waste. Hello everyone, my name is Bill Wall and I'm honored to be the host of this podcast series, The Data Whisperer, brought to you by Data Migration International. I'm always fascinated about how to apply technology to help companies meet their IT challenges and their business challenges. And having worked for many years in the industry, I know the power of data, which is so important to customer success. Of course, our series is all about the data, which is why I'm so pleased to welcome Shruti Mishra, Digital Content Strategy Leader from Deloitte Consulting. Shruti, welcome to the program.
1: Hi, Bill. Thank you. Thank you for having me here.
0: Super. Thanks for joining. You know, we all know about Deloitte, but tell us about the Digital Content Advantage practice and how you engage with customers.
1: For sure. Um, Our practice, we specialize in uh, working with data. Um, any kind of data problems, any kind of data issues that our clients have. For example, um, you know, not having good management around data, not having a good life cycle around it, um, uh, no records management, no retention management, or having challenges related to find the right data when needed. So these are the kind of problems that our clients come to us um, yeah uh, requiring of our help with these things and um and we you know we help them with things like records management, content management, um, life cycle content or data life cycle management, mm-hmm. and things like that.
0: I'm sure we'll touch on a lot of those topics today. Our, our segment is about data waste, and there are many angles to this topic, but let's start with a basic definition from your perspective. What is data waste?
1: So data is an asset. But, you know, it's only an asset when it's actually useful to the, to the client, right? Today, we can see there is a lot of data that every client has, every, every business has, which is not absolutely essential to the day-to-day running of the business. Mm-hmm. It's just basically, you know, simply sitting on a server, eating electricity, taking up storage space. And um, these files, oftentimes we see, you know, there are duplicate documents, they are out of date files, um, expired server session cookies and whatnot, right? Um, It's not helping your organization move Mm -hmm. forward. In fact, it's costing you money. It's also a liability and it's putting a very heavy burden on the environment.
0: So we're gonna click into a lot of those topics. Let's start with scale. How big a problem is this? If you look at the typical company, regardless of size, on a percentage basis, how much of the data is essentially not being used or we'll call it waste for the purposes of this podcast?
1: That's a very good question. Um, we often, our clients often you know, don't think about it. Um, usually people try to be very conservative when it comes to data. Any client that we work with, you know, what you hear from them. No, this data is absolute, uh, absolutely essential for our business. We need to keep mm-hmm. it. Um, but to be honest with you, I would say at least 70 to 80% of this data is just sitting there, never being touched again. Unless, um, and unless there are times, you know, when there is an audit or a legal hold, they, they get caught into some kind of a legal lawsuit where there is a need to retain all of this data.
0: So that's a pretty astounding number when you think about it, that eight out of 10 uh, data files may not have use to the organization and are just taking up spends, cost, risk, energy. That's a large number. That's pretty typical for the clients you work with?
1: It is. It is pretty, pretty typical, yeah. In uh, in an average data archival or application retirement project that we work um I would say 50% of the applications, when we assess them, we discover that 50% of those can actually be retired without archiving anything out of them. So, Um,
0: So putting this in perspective for our audience to make it personal, this is a lot like your personal tax records, right? Accountants say, keep taxes for seven years, then you can discard them. But most of us have boxes in the basement with tax records that go back way beyond seven years. This is what we're talking about with companies holding on to data they just don't need. That's a records retention mess, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And anything beyond a certain period of time is not required for the company's policy to be kept. But often, businesses, they hold on to this data. Uh, while they might think this data is being useful to them, and um, will be required in the future. But what we see that data is actually a legal liability. Mm-hmm. They might have a, you know, they might have a lawsuit. And if they don't have that data, if they're only keeping data, as per their records management policy, there's no problem. But sometimes this, this data can actually get people in trouble. So it's always best to retire and delete what's not required uh, and only keep the necessary.
0: So we could probably have a separate podcast simply on records management, but as you start to engage with clients, is the problem more that IT isn't getting rid of stuff they should get rid of or that the company doesn't even have a records retention policy that outlines what should be kept in for how long? Is that where the problem really starts?
1: I would say it's 50-50. 50% Fifty percent of my clients have a records retention policy or a records management policy. It's just not very strongly enforced, and in fifty percent of the cases, we see they don't have any. So I think you know the first step would be to um, come up with a records management policy, and then I think what's more difficult is to strongly enforce it. Right. Um, enforcement of that becomes a challenge because. Um, like I said, every business, you know, it, it doesn't matter which business user you speak to, they would want to hold on to all the data they have. It just makes them feel safer that they have all the information.
0: But that raises um, the term risk. And you mentioned that earlier today. Uh, certainly, we've discussed on this podcast some of the the issues associated with maintaining records for GDPR purposes, but also at the same time, making sure you have policies and practices to get rid of personal data um, so that employees that have left the company can come back and be assured that that their material is gone. That's where some of that risk comes into in in, in compliance issues, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. GDPR requires um, the right to be forgotten to any mm-hmm. employee or anybody who comes back. So uh, making sure that there are means to enable that kind of a requirement is absolutely necessary. Um, And then on top of that, uh, making sure that, you know, not just GDPR, but there are are quite a few compliance requirements that are to be followed. Um, There should be means, any technology, any system that's there should enable, should have needs to enable uh, such kind of deletion or um you know limiting what data needs to be kept,
0: I understand so let let's let's shift over to the environmental side because there is um there's an energy, an environmental side to this issue. um Some would say that a few years ago, even ten years ago, companies were concerned about how much of their own server space was getting clogged up with data waste? Oh, we've moved to the cloud. It's not my problem anymore. But if we look across the cloud environment, data centers are literally sitting full of data that isn't needed. What what, what are the kinds of environmental costs associated with data waste?
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting that uh, when we are, you know, when we think of burning fossil fuel to power businesses, um, we usually think of airlines and heavy industry, right? Mm -hmm. In reality, if you are a stakeholder in any kind of business, your data centers should be the most important item on your agenda right now. Hmm. I mean, first of all, they're mostly fossil fuel powered and they operate 24 hours a day. Right. Um, Currently, data centers are accounting for about 2% of all global carbon emissions. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's about the same as the airline industry that, you know, we always often um, look down upon in in terms of carbon emissions, right? Um, and this number is expected to rise to up to 3.2% by 2025. Um, just to put this into a little bit of perspective, the global carbon emission for the chemical and petrochemical industry are just slightly higher at 3.6%.
0: Interesting. So... When we think about uh, data centers, many of the largest vendors in that space are very happy to sell clients so-called cold storage. It's less expensive. You don't need access to the data quickly, so you pay a much lower price point. But at the end of the day, if you're throwing everything that you don't think you need but need to keep into cold storage, you're just compounding the problem, right? It's not a question of the cost of the storage. It's a question of the impact on the environment, even to maintain those so-called cold data files.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Just pushing data out to the cold storage, it's not going to, um, you know, I mean, certainly it's going to help the, the clients save the cost mm-hmm. of storing this data, but it's still contributing to um, to all of this, you know, carbon emissions and it's negatively impacting the environment. The way this problem can be um, fixed is by implementing records retention, records management. Mm -hmm. So not just putting data away, but putting data away and managing the life cycle of this data. How long this data stays there and when is the right time to purge it Um, and trying to consolidate legacy data, legacy applications as much as possible. So you don't have 10 different servers running. Instead you know, you bring over the data from all the unnecessary platforms that are there and bring them over into one single uh, platform to archive them.
0: So that raises one other topic that I wanted to cover on today's podcast, which is legacy systems retirement. All IT people listening are familiar with that process. It's about getting rid of systems you no longer need. If companies are merging or acquired, that's typically when that happens. But part of the process of retiring a system is getting rid of the data that's no longer needed, right?
1: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Um, so like I was saying earlier, just pushing this data out into a cold storage is not the actual solution. Mm-hmm. Making sure that the data is moved to an archive. And on top of that, there needs to be proper governance, proper records management, retention management. Um, that needs to be enforced um, and, you know, which controls for how long this data is retained um, will actually help solve this problem.
0: So as Deloitte looks at engaging with customers around these kinds of data waste projects, who typically is the customer? Is it the CIO? Is it a, a leader in charge of records retention? Who typically is the executive owner of a project like this?
1: I think the business... In most of these companies, um, I don't think they are looking at this as uh, a big problem. But the CIOs are the ones who are more, who are the most concerned about this challenge at this time. Um, as you know, especially all the all the you know, all, all the big bad boys who are famous for um, you know, not taking care of the environment, especially all of our big oil and gas companies. Mm-hmm. Right. Um especially they are at this time looking at this, this is a big challenge for them, how to become as much carbon neutral as possible, focusing on, you know, renewable sources as much as possible. This is another way of how to become carbon neutral, Uh, maybe not so much carbon neutral, but at least reducing the carbon emissions as much as possible. This is one way of doing that.
0: When we think about these projects and and as we wrap up our podcast today, uh, people might be saying, look, I I know I have an issue here. How do I get started? What's a good first step as people consider a way to reduce their waste associated with data?
1: Yeah, usually, you know, the clients, when they come to us, um, I am speaking more from Deloitte perspective, we recommend them to prepare a list of the legacy systems that, you know, should be considered as part of this assessment. The assessment includes taking a look at this application. When was the last time it was used? What was the kind of data in it? And Mm. then mapping that data to their records management policy, figuring out as per the records management policy, is this data still required? If it's not required, then you can let go of that. You can just retire that application. But if that has something which should be still retained as part of the records management, policy, then bring over that data um, into an archive and let go of the legacy system. But you know, as you asked for the starting point is to get a good inventory of all the applications that are there and then looking at those applications from uh, this perspective of whether to keep it or to let go of it.
0: That's great advice, Shruti Mishra, digital content strategy leader from Deloitte. Thank you so much for being on the program.
1: Thank you so much for talking to me. Appreciate it.
0: And thanks everyone out there listening to us for joining today. We encourage you to join in this discussion and we'll have details about how to engage with Shruti and the folks at Deloitte and with us as our program wraps up for today. Our podcast series will regularly take a look at the latest news from the world of data and digital transformation. So please stay tuned to the series. For everyone on the Data Whisperer podcast and everyone at Data Migration International, I'm your host, Phil Wall. So long and talk soon. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Data Whisperer podcast, brought to you by data experts, Data Migration International. You can find out about our business and services by visiting jivs.com. That's J-I-V-S dot To follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn, simply search for Data Migration International. Stay tuned for further podcasts in the Data Whisperer series from Data Migration International.